thousand bits. What do you think of that, then, eh? You don't have to use baby talk to us, sighed Gerda. We can read, you know. We know what snow is. Yeah, said Dorcas. There used to be cards with pictures on back in the store every time Christmas fair came around. We know about snow. It's glittery. You get robins, agreed Gerda. There's, um... Actually, there's a bit more to it than that, Masklin began. Dorcas waved him into silence. I don't think we need to worry, he said. We're well dug in, the food stores are looking satisfactory, and we know where to go to get more if we need it. Unless anyone's got anything else to raise, why don't we close the meeting? Everything was going well, or at least not very badly. Oh, there was still plenty of squabbling and rows between the various families, but that was no nature for you. That's why they'd set up the council, which seemed to be working. Gnomes liked arguing. At least the council of drivers meant they could argue without hardly ever hitting one another. It depended on where you had been during the long drive. If you were one of the ones who'd been in the lorry cab, then you were a driver. All the rest were just passengers. No one talked about it much. It wasn't official or anything. It was just that the bulk of gnome kind felt that anyone who could get the truck all the way here was the sort of person who knew what they were doing. Masklin wandered back from the council meeting to his own burrow, down under one of the derelict quarry sheds. After a while, he reached a decision and pulled the thing out of its hole in the wall. None of its lights were on. They wouldn't do that until it was close to electricity wires, when it would light up and be able to talk. There were some in the quarry, and Dorcas had got them working. Masklin hadn't taken the thing to them, though. The solid black box had a way of talking that always made him unsettled. He was pretty certain it could hear, though. Old Torrit died last week, he said after a while. We were a bit sad, but after all, he was very old and he just died. I mean, nothing ate him first or ran him over or anything. He stared at the unresponsive cube for a while, scraping his mind for other things to say. Anyway... That means Granny Morky is the oldest gnome, and that means she's entitled to a place on the council, even though she's a woman. Abbot Gerda objected to that, but we said, All right, you tell her, and he wouldn't, so she is. He looked at his fingernails. The thing had a way of listening that was quite off-putting. Everyone's worried about the winter, but we've got masses of potatoes stored up, and it's quite warm down here. He thought some more. I think that's about all the news for now. He lifted the thing up and put it back in its hole. He'd wondered whether to tell it about his argument with Grimmer, but that was, well, personal. He'd gone and said, Look, now everything was settled down more. It was time they got married like the store gnomes did. And she'd said she wasn't sure. So he'd said, it doesn't work like that. You get told, you get married, that's how it's done. And she'd said... Not any more. He'd complained to Granny Morky, and she'd said, Good luck to her, wish I'd thought of not doing what I was told when I was a girl. Then he'd complained to Gerda, who'd said, Yes, it was very wrong, girls should do what they were instructed. And Masklin had said, Right then, you tell her. And Gerda had said, Well, uh, she's got a real temper on her, perhaps it would be better to leave it a bit, and these were, after all, changing times. Changing times. Well, that was true enough. Masklin had done most of the changing. 
He'd had to make people think in different ways to leave the store. Changing was necessary. Change was right. He was all in favour of change. What he was dead against was things not staying the same. His spear was leaning in the corner. He picked it up and went out for a long, serious think about things and his position in them. Or, as other people would have put it, a good sulk. The old quarry was about halfway up the hillside. There was a steep turf slope above it, which in turn became a riot of bramble and hawthorn thicket. There were fields beyond. Below the quarry, a lane wound down through scrubby hedges and joined the main road. Beyond that, there was the railway, another name for two long lines of metal on big wooden blocks. Things like very long trucks went along it sometimes, all joined together. The gnomes hadn't got the railway fully worked out yet, but it was obviously dangerous. Because